Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. I got time, Hey, you guys. Hope you guys are doing good. Sorry I'm late. Um, while I was getting ready, an update on the whole Vivica Fox thing and Laverne Cox, there was an update. So I wanted to watch it so I could get full context. So I didn't want to just jump on here and not know, you know, what the what her so-called apology was about. So we will get into that shortly. Welcome, 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 y'all. Let me make sure all my screens are up. Okay, when I tell you I have been busy these last few days, it's been a lot going on. Um, I'm revamping my entire Instagram page. I'm revamping (laughs) my brand. So um, I have a new publicist that I'm working with. So we're just doing a lot of stuff. And um, I was able to uh, hire one of my girls. Um, I've been cool with her off and on for like four years. She's worked for me over the years. So I brought her on as one of my graphic artists. So we're just redoing the page. We've been working creatively um, for the past few days, just coming up with new layouts and different ideas. I hope you guys like the new thumbnails and just all the things that we've been putting together. Um, Last night, my baby got his license. My youngest, he passed his license test. First try at 16. So this morning I didn't have to drive him to school. He drove himself to school and you would think I would have got some sleep, but child, I still was up at seven 30. You know what I'm saying? He went to school and I came in the office. I've literally been in here working since about seven 30 this morning, working on layouts and graphics and stories and just a lot of stuff. Um, on top of like, you know, just trying to peek in the discord and everything else. We had a really good meeting Friday evening. So thank you to everybody who came to that meeting. That was a really good meeting. It was a lot of stuff for everybody to get off their chest because of what happened um, that Thursday in the green room. So thanks for, you know, because I know it was kind of late. So thank you to everybody who stayed up and, you know, just chopped it up with me um, in the Zoom meeting. What else? I'm trying to think. Thank you all for the congratulations, y'all. It's Boy, it's so much easier. Now I don't have to you know, driving back and forth to practice and all that stuff. So just make my life a little bit easier. I can sleep in now and things like that. So yeah, he got, he really paced himself and got everything done. So I'm really happy about that. Um, Let me see what else, what else, what else? It was something else I wanted to talk about. Let me make sure I hit on it. Oh, okay. Deep dive video. So I have been literally working on this deep dive video since the end of February YouTube keeps hitting it with copyright strikes, but the person I'm talking about, I have to be able to like use their music. Like I have to be able to, you know, snippets, not the whole thing, just 15 seconds. And I think a lot of these music companies are getting even greedier. So they're like, they're literally just shutting stuff down after like, you could use five seconds of the music, they're shutting it down. So what I'm going to do, um, and I'm probably going to work on that sometime this week, I'm going to make two versions. So there'll be a deep dive video because it's hip hop related, right? 
um, kind of like how I did the Kimye and and Kim and Kanye video, kind of like that. So I'm gonna make a edited, a heavily edited one for YouTube where y'all can watch. It's basically gonna be the same thing, but it won't have the music. And then the one with all the kick, the kittens and caboodles, that will be posted for Patreon, Discord, and the YouTube membership. So that's how I'm gonna do that. I'm just gonna have to split it up because it was driving me crazy. I would edit and take something out. And this was like almost like an hour and a half. Then I upload it on the YouTube and it's like, nope, copyright can't be shown worldwide. And the one clip I used wasn't even playing music. It was just literally video. So I don't know, but I'm going to go in and just heavily redact stuff. So if you want to see the uncensored version, that's where it will be. So, but I'm really, I'm really happy to like get this person's story out because I'm a big fan of theirs. And I hope you guys enjoy the hard work I put into it. It's been, you know, a few weeks worth of research. Um, I think that was it. Okay, that's it. So we can go ahead and get started. Y'all grab y'all's teacups. Okay, there's a lot of stuff going on that I want to go ahead and hit on. First, we got to talk about this whole situation, child, with Delicious, honey. Delicious and Raymond Santana. So if y'all don't know who Raymond Santana is, he was one of the five. He was the exonerated five. Um, remember, we all watched that movie, do they see us or have they seen us chat? I don't know what it's called no more. But um, Ava did it on Netflix. And I had never heard of these. They were like the Central Park Five. I think it's called When They See Us. Okay, When They See Us. So it was called the Central Park Five. And it was such a good series. I mean, tears. We talked about it on YouTube. You know, it gave these men renewed interest. You know, people who never knew about the case found out about them, and with that came fame. And in the case of Raymond Santana, love, okay? So what happened is that back in 2020, I believe, because it came out in 2019. So 2020, they had went, well, no, everything was shut down in 2020. So this was 2019 is when he met her. He met her at Candy's dungeon party. I hope this isn't, I hope this stream is not lagging. Let me know if y'all can see me. I see it clocking. I want to make sure y'all can see me. Okay, good. Okay. They went to Candy's dungeon party, honey. That's where they met. And so Candy was the one who first announced that they were getting married. Um, he proposed to her on social media, honey. Let me go ahead and bring y'all these flashbacks. I don't forget shit. Let me share my screen. You know, he, he got her the ring and, you know, everything was all good. Let me pull this window up real quick. So y'all remember when he took to social media and, you know, they were showing off the ring and here we go. You got him, girl. You got him, girl. Okay. You got him, girl. Like, I don't know. That just sounded so... <laughs> it just sounded very, I don't know, gold diggerish or something. I don't know. That whole, you got him, girl. <laughs> so that went viral. You know, a lot of people were like, okay, well, this is different. We didn't expect this reunion, you know, this union, but okay, if they like it, I love it. You got him, girl. We see you. So, you know, we was, you know, low-key happy for them. We wished them, you know, wedding blessed, and we went on about our damn business and went into 2020. Okay, and everything shut down. If you guys also remember, Candy was the one who had posted pictures from their wedding. Go ahead and show y'all this. 
Okay, so this was their wedding day. They invited Candy because they met at Candy's dungeon party. So that's where they had invite. That's why they had invited her. And everybody looked beautiful. He looked nice, delicious, looked gorgeous. Candy looked beautiful. So now all of a sudden, nobody, nobody at all. Here comes Delicious. She went off yesterday on social media, basically said that Raymond Santana was a narcissist. So let me go ahead and pull this up. So this is what Miss Delicious had to say. So Delicious says, I married a narcissist who was a complete liar and a cheat, and I'm finally ready to speak my truth. Stay tuned. Gloves off. <laughs> so Delicious, honey, she's ready to, you know, fight. Now, what I find very interesting about this situation, let me let me keep it all the way above. What I find very interesting is um, I remember when they got together, there was all this talk about him having a wife already. And her name, let me see here. I wrote it down. Her name was Nakesta Simone Shelton. That was her name. And so a lot of people thought that that was his wife. So he came out and addressed it and said that that wasn't his wife and basically caught everybody a bunch of haters, said folks was jealous. He went in. So let me go ahead and show y'all this uh, post he made in 2019. So here he was. He was addressing the haters. He said, you know, he's engaged. Y'all can really hate me now. And so he wrote, "It's yes, it's official. Y'all can really hate me now. Um, I am so delicious is officially off the market. She's on mine. God gave me the go ahead. And then he posted a picture. But when you go onto Instagram, the picture is now gone. Okay. Um, he also went on to say this. Okay. First of all, this picture is for the haters. Second, no, I'm not married. So stop reading those fake ass websites that get all their info wrong. Third, Thank you to all the true people who love and support me regardless. I appreciate y'all or you guys, whatever the hell you <laughs> So he says, I appreciate y'all after cussing everybody out and saying they was haters. Now, I think there might've been some wrong information. He wasn't technically, um, hold on with this. He wasn't technically married to Nakesta. But they were together for years. Like this woman held him down. I mean, even when you Google them, you see all types of pictures. And this was what was written about them. It says here. Um, Raymond married his longtime girlfriend, Nikesta Simone Shelton, after his release from jail. His wife, Nikesta Shelton, has supported him during his depression days. And they have a daughter. So he claims that he wasn't married. So I don't know if he was never married or he, you know, he divorced her. But a lot of people felt like even back then, folks were saying he let the fame get to his head. Like because now he's getting fame from this, you know, Netflix series. And, you know, he is opening him to a new crop of women that he would never had access to, like Delicious and other women, that he kind of went crazy and left the woman who held him down. Because when he was locked up and fighting that case and trying to get free, it was Nakesta who held him down. 
when he got out, you know, they got married and, you know, relationships and don't get me wrong, relationships do end. But for some reason, it was always put out there that he was still married when he was courting Delicious. Okay, I don't know how true that is. I wasn't there. But I know a lot of fans that those were the haters he was addressing because they felt like, you know, how are you going to move on and marry Delicious so quick? But what about the woman who was holding you down when you was going through your trials and tribulations? And he basically gave the haters a, you know, a, a middle finger and, you know, ran down the aisle with his new wife. Like I said, we're here for it. You know, people find love in strange places and that is their business. But now fast forward to 2022, Delicious is out here talking about he's a narcissist. She's about to, you know, tell it all. And so now today on the shade room, there was a messy back and forth, honey. Messy. Had my little teacup and I was sipping slow. So Delicious goes on to say this. Well, no, actually it's a side dude. This dude that has an account says, I guess it's like a side nigga account. I don't know because for some reason the shade room feels like everybody on their page is four. So they like to block stuff out, whatever. So this side person posts Delicious's picture and Delicious retweets him or something or reposts on her highlight stories. And says, a boyfriend and a husband are temporary, but a side nigga is forever. And I'm always going to be your side nigga at Delicious. <laughs> so then she says, LOL, thank you. I think his name is side nigga Nick. I don't know. I needed this laugh. So then, she, you know, she posted it. And then he, he was messy. He came back with a song. Child, I can just give you all a snippet. He posted a song. And this was him and Delicious in 2019. Right before she got, you know, she met old boy. So he wrote, I knew that nigga ain't know what to do with my baby. Y'all don't understand the pain I go through watching a good woman be mistreated. I'm here for you, baby. I'm going to always be your side. Remember, her husband is temporary, but a side nigga is forever. I can't even believe this is a conversation right now on social media. So then Raymond comes out and he asks the side nigga. And he says, y'all go tell at side nigga Nicks, I don't want to in my future voice. And basically, if you know anything about future... Future is the king of saying that somebody is for the streets. Throw her back. She's for the streets. I don't want her. You know what I'm saying? He don't want her, but he always manages to get somebody pregnant. Time on Future, not Raymond. So that was Raymond's response. I just find this whole thing very comical. So I don't know about y'all, but I'm ready to hear from, you know what I'm saying, the ex-wife. What does she feel about all this? Because a lot of people were really blasting him around this time. And, you know, again, people sometimes think the grass is greener. And maybe Delicious also thought that, too, that, you know, he went through a lot. And, you know, he's probably, you know, just, you know, a calm man and something different than what she's used to. And she, you know, she's saying he's a narcissist. But then it could be a situation, too, where maybe she could be the narcissist because sometimes narcissists will run to put out a story so that way they can be the first to tell it. So I don't know who's the narcissist in this situation because that is a narcissistic trait. She could have easily just said, we're going our separate ways and kept it moving. But the fact that she called him out first and said that she's about to spill everything, I don't know. 
it could be her being a narcissist as well. But the whole situation is crazy. Um, let me see. I think she said one more thing. Let me pull this up. She went on another rant. Okay, this was her response to Raymond. So let me go ahead and show y'all this. She says, a response to somebody, child. She says, honey, I pray for you to heal through this. No one deserves the pain that comes with the narcissist. Oh, somebody's responding to delicious and she's reposting it. Okay. I'm currently dealing with it. The mask that these men wear is almost like two different personalities. They come in dressed as everything you pray for and turn into everything you never wanted. They are always the victim. They're never wrong. And everything is your fault. Nothing you do is good enough. Their victim card is elite. I think they carry a black card of victims. It never runs out, never expires. But seriously, I pray you get out of this with ease and start your healing process. Unfortunately, narcs do not change. They suffer from childhood traumas that cause them to be wired differently. And they don't know how to heal and break away from it. So that's what a fan said to Delicious. And then she says... This has saturated my soul and penetrated my heart because I'm not alone. I never wanted, I never want to be misunderstood, but this isn't just happening to me. I pray for all women and children who suffer from and not understanding how to help themselves or their loved ones who suffer from childhood trauma. I didn't leave him. I stuck it out. He left us. So that is what she's saying. Now, I will say this. I think them getting together and getting married, in my personal opinion, from the outside looking in, I think it was too soon. I think, you know, it's one thing to date. It's one thing, you know, to hook up. But it's another thing to walk down the aisle with somebody. She didn't truly know him like that. I'm sure she was touched by his story, as we all were. She didn't know him, and he really didn't know her. He probably knew her from Flavor of Love. And, you know, I know she hosted a radio show in Detroit. And that probably was the extent of it. And, you know, granted, there can be, uh, you know, whirlwind romances. I'm not saying that that can't happen. But she's talking about his trauma. And the thing is, this was a man who got locked up unjustly at the age of 15 and spent several years in an adult prison. He's going to come with baggage and trauma, especially when it was for a crime that he, especially when it was for a crime that he did not commit. It's going to be, you know, something that he probably wakes up in the middle of the night having nightmares from. So, again, you have to ask yourself if that's something that you want to take on. Because you're not just getting that person. You're getting all of the baggage that comes with that person. Now, narcissistic people are some of the most child demented people and they don't change. So I don't know what all happened with this situation, but she claims that he left them. But then we got to ask, why did he leave? Was it something that she may have done as well? Who knows? Because there's always two sides. Well, actually three sides to the story, honey. His, hers, and the truth. And the truth usually lies somewhere in the middle. So it's going to be very interesting to see what ends up coming of this. But again, you know, Raymond was with somebody for years who held him down. And that's why TLC said, you know, don't go chasing waterfalls, honey. Please stick to the rivers and the streams that you're used to. You know, he went chasing a waterfall and fell over the fucking cliff. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just had to put it out there. I'm just saying, sometimes you need to stick to the rivers and the streams that you're used to. 
You know, the waterfall is beautiful. It's flowing. But, you know, you get too close. You know, you're going to, you know, end up in Never Never Land, honey. Never, never, never see again. So I, I just think that between his PTSD and maybe it was just too much for her to handle, it put a lot of stress. But, I mean, they were only together for two years. That's really short, you know. And the way he was, you know, cussing out everybody with his chest. Again, you can't, you know, address the haters because they're going to pull up receipts from two years ago and say, remember when he had his chest poked out, calling us haters and shit, when we were telling them, hey, sir, you're moving too fast. What about the woman who held you down for years? <laughs> Why are you not building with her? But again, you know, they might already had, you know, relationship issues and, you know, he might have been already out the door anyways. Who knows? But I just found that really funny because, yeah, he was going off on people. He was he was swinging in them comment sections so that you couldn't tell him nothing about his wife, Delicious. And now he's like, she's for the streets. You can have her. Child. Good luck to both of them, though. Um, you know, divorce is never easy. So I hope they can figure this out, you know, amicably. They both have daughters. I don't know how close their daughters became, but, you know, at least, you know, leave that respect factor for the children because he has a daughter and she has, I think she has like two, if not three daughters, you know what I'm saying? So hopefully they can, you know, be like adults and just say their piece and it doesn't get too nasty. We're going to have to wait and see. So let me go ahead and read some of these super chats, y'all. Um, Mayata Monford, thank you for the 999. Appreciate you. Uh, Honey P says, hey, T, thanks for going live today. I needed this break from these worst, um, for these worst ass customers I've been dealing with today. We appreciate you, T. Thank you so much. And thanks for coming through. Travis Timmons sent five. Thank you, Travis. TJ sent 10 says, T, just showing love as always. Side notes. I knew Delicious was crazy when she signed up for Flavor of Love. <laughs> that show was a trip. It's funny how a lot of these shows are being talked about again on social media. The other day, Diddy was trending because everybody's pulling old clips from making the band. And they realized that Diddy was literally running like this crazy, demented boot camp. Those were the days of real reality television. Like, you couldn't pay for those moments now. Like, that's when reality television was raw. You know, delicious in New York going back and forth and everything. Those were like classic moments, but they're cool in real life. As a matter of fact, I got a chance to meet Delicious in New York and Shay when we went to this party a few years ago, and it was just funny to see them all together interacting and just having fun. So a lot of that stuff was for TV, but that was definitely classic TV. So thank you for that. Um, Isis James says, love you, T. Gotta watch later. I'm still at work. Just came to show you support. Thank you so much for the 1999. I appreciate you. Thanks for coming through, love. Um, Princess v Vava says, AT, thanks for blessing my screen. You're more than welcome. Thank you for coming through, sis. Um, Bubble Activated says, hey, T, I'll catch the playback. Love you, shoddy. Thank you. Thanks for coming through. Uh, K Drew said 1999 and says, just because. Thank you so much, K. Appreciate you. Kayla, let's see here. Kayla Haynes. Hey, says, hey, T, this is my first super chat. I'm sending you love and well wishes. Thank you so much, Nikayla. I appreciate you. Thanks for coming through, sis. Um, let's see here. Uh, Sister Solar says, yes, I finally made it to a live looking good queen. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming through. 
Um, Diane King says, love you, auntie. Been watching you since I was 15. I'm 22 now, sending you love from Ratchet, Florida. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming through. Um, and Gozy sent 10. Hey, sis. She says, hey, T, you look gorgeous as always. I enjoyed the last Discord game night we had. LOL, Discord gang, y'all are a mess. I'm glad y'all enjoyed that. Rejoice is putting that together every Wednesday. Um, there's going to be a game night tonight, I believe, about 8 o'clock. So make sure y'all tune in. But I'm glad you guys liked that first night. I was reading the comments in the game room, and it looked like everybody had a really good time. So thank you for coming through. Um, let's see here. Miss Grave Woman says, hey, T, I got married Tuesday, 22222. Love your channel, vibe, and energy. Thanks for everything you do. Please keep up the good work. Thank you so much, and congratulations. That's what's up. I know a few other people got married on that day as well. So congratulations to you and blessings to your new husband. So thank you for coming through. Um, let's see here. Salas sent a $5 sticker. Says critical hit. Thank you so much. And Samaya. Samaya. Williams says Diddy was making everyone walk to Brooklyn for a cheesecake. <laughs> Diddy wasn't shit back then, I swear. He was messing with all them people. I don't even think like it and nothing ever even came of all these groups. It's like these kids were just used and then spit out. I need to do a documentary on that shit because that was my show. I really kept up with making the band Danny D. Kane and the band. So let me go ahead here um, so we can get on the next topic. We're going to talk about the whole Vivica Fox situation with Laverne Cox, honey. So if y'all don't know, uh, Will Smith um, was at the SAG Awards with Jada Pinkett. And so they were interviewing with Laverne Cox and he was up for an award. He's up for an Oscar, I believe, for King Richard, which is um, the movie about Serena Williams' father. And so Laverne Cox was low-key being messy by bringing up their entanglement situation. And so a lot of people were not feeling this on social media, especially Vivica Fox. Um, she has spoke about it on Fox Soul. So I'm going to go ahead and play you guys the clip that everybody's talking about concerning uh, Laverne Fox. I mean, Laverne Cox. So let me go ahead and share my screen here. Go ahead and pull this up. Okay. So this was them on the red carpet. Everything else after that is, is icing on the cake. It's a beautiful, inspiring story. You're incredible. As evidenced by all the nominations, fingers crossed, this will hopefully be your year. We love you. Thank you for all the years of joy you've brought us. Thank you. We can't wait for more Red Table Talk and more, more entanglements. <laughs> no more entanglements. No more Honey. So a lot of folks were not feeling that um, it did come off as extremely messy. Um, and, you know, again, you have to be able to read the room. I believe that you have to be able to read the room. And when you're in an environment like that and it's to celebrate somebody like Will Smith, you know, all jokes aside, like y'all know I joke on here. Y'all send me money to sit, sit and say, I'm going to leave Will. I'm going to leave Will. I'm going I'm to I'm leave Will. But again, there's a time and place for everything. Here it's on YouTube on my channel. It's a channel joke. Y'all get it. 
but I would never go on the red carpet and see them be like, I'm gonna leave Will, I'm gonna leave Will. You know what I mean? Like you just, you don't do that. I'm like, why would you bring up an entanglement? You know, and especially being that she was giving them like, you know, props and saying how much she loved Will. And people were like, well, she was nervous. Well, I mean, nervous about what? Are they going to bite her? I mean, she's fine. What is she nervous about? It's just like you got to understand. You have to be able to read the room. And if you're in a professional environment, then you have to interview in a professional way. So Vivica Fox was not feeling this. And I'm going to go ahead and share with you guys um, some things that Vivica Fox had to say. So let me go ahead and pull this up here real quick. All right, so here's Miss Fox. And I just thought it was tacky. I, I, I absolutely thought it was tacky coming from, you know, everybody tries to get like their aha moment that goes viral. And I, you know, I just think that you have to pick and choose. Because, darling, please remember that uh, Will Smith and Jada are a power couple. They do a lot of work. They're very well connected. There are people that there are people that now when you go might be on the red carpet, they're going to walk right past your ass quickly. There are people, when they see you now, are going to sweep their people right past you and be like, no, we, we're not, we don't, we don't do her. All right. So y'all heard what Vivica Fox had to say. Now I'm going to say this. Vivica has been in the industry for years. So I think she knows a little something, something. And She's not lying about that. You know, the way you behave or treat, especially an A-list, I don't care how you feel about Jada or Will, they are, they, you know, they have a lot of clout in Hollywood and they're definitely way, way up there. So even if it was a joke, it was bad timing, you know, wasn't really necessary, but Vivica's not lying when she says that that will turn a lot of people off where they'll say, well, I'm cool. I'm not trying to interview with her because she doesn't know how to ask proper questions. You know, she doesn't understand proper decorum. And, you know, a lot of people will do that. And already there's a lot of issues on red carpets as it is, where a lot of celebrities do not want to interview with black media. And the reason why they're scared of interviewing with black media is because they feel like they'll get moments like what Laverne Cox just did. You know, they don't they feel like sometimes black media is not as professional or, you know, they act like white media is somehow better because it's like they feel like white media comes with like a certain level of professionalism. So, you know, even if she was nervous or if it was just it came off as nervousness, I can get that. But then you got to understand how that looks, especially being that a lot of times. Even black celebrities don't stop an interview with black media. So the fact that they stopped and interviewed with her, she should have kept it as professional as possible because then that'll make them more comfortable to meet with the next black person who got a microphone in their face. You know, so we got to think about that. Sometimes our actions can trickle down and affect other people coming behind us. Just some food for thought. Um, Let me go ahead and read this super chat here. Uh, your mama's papa sent $100. Thank you so much. They said, this is the third time I've tried to send you a super chat. YouTube is messing with your money, lovely T. From the west side with love. Glad to have you back. Thank you so much. Thank you for that California love. I appreciate it. 
Yeah, YouTube is always playing. Some people just end up cash apping me when they have issues. So I always feel free to send a cash app. That's why my cash app name is right there. So I get a lot of cash apps after the show as well. So, but thank you so much. I appreciate you. It was good to see you again. Um, let's see here. Uh, Angie Reed says, hey, T, you're looking beautiful. Keep giving us that piping hot tea, honey. We love you. I love you guys too. And thank you for coming through, sis. So now this is why I was late because I was listening to Laverne Cox's response because she's upset that, you know, social media is basically dragging her. Uh, Vivica Fox has something to say. I mean, she's not upset, but you can tell she's definitely in her feelings, hoodie. So I'm going to go ahead and show you guys what Laverne Cox. Hold on now. Let me go ahead and show y'all what she had to say. Let me share this screen real quick. Did she just release this about an hour or so ago? I was getting ready when she did. Okay. Agnes, um, gotten a lot of attention. I um, said to Madam Jada, um, we're looking forward to more red table talk and more entanglements. And that was the moment that many of you thought was tasteless and tacky and um, wrong time, wrong place, Vivica Fox said. Um, And so I, you know, I've been thinking about it and I've been, you know, I'm like, okay, let's, I, if no one is above, no one is above critique, I like to hold myself accountable. This is, this is part of my process as a human being. When I'm wrong, I try to promptly admit it. But I wanted to take a moment to just critically reflect on it. And um, so, so the thing is, for me, I, I love Red Table Talk. I love Red Table Talk, and I love what the Smiths have done with Red Table Talk. And I think my, and then the moment that is um, gotten a lot of error is that I had so many things I wanted to say to the Smiths and we didn't have time. I, there was some, probably someone in my ear saying we needed to wrap. And I wanted to say so much to them about not just the film, but about their, their just oeuvre and what they've done with Red Table Talk specifically. And so when I said um, I'm looking forward more red table talk and, and entanglements. I, I, you know, I thought that was funny, but out of context, without a, without a deeper context, people obviously have read it. You know, my intent was not to mock or make fun of, but obviously I understand there's a difference between intent and impact. Error is that... All right, let me come back on this screen. <clears throat> so you guys just... Oh, you know what? Actually, I think there was one more. Oh, yeah. Let me play this third part. I forgot. Um, okay. I did not apologize. Um, I, yeah, I'm not, I did this. This is not an apology. Um, this is not an apology. If, if this miss needs an apology from me, I'll find out privately and I'll do that privately. Um, this isn't an apology. Um, a love letter to them. This is um, an invitation to think critically about our relationship to what we call mess. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. All right. Bye. Okay. So <laughs> now I, I was kind of trying to understand where she was coming from with the first two slides. But the last slide, I wasn't feeling that. 
first of all, what is the point of you even going live and talking about it? You know what I'm saying? If you're not going to apologize. Now, if you feel like you did nothing wrong, then why even do this live stream or why even talk about it? And then the fact that she's, what kind of rubbed me the wrong way is the fact that she said, I'll talk to them privately. And if they want an apology privately, I'll give it to them privately. Well, no, no, no. Hold up there, ma'am. You embarrassed them publicly. Okay. You didn't embarrass them privately. You didn't call them on their phone and say, hey, Jada, I hope you're not involved in any more entanglements. I know that ping was good, but I hope you're doing right by will. This wasn't a private, you know, key, key conversation. This was at a particular time and space. This was at a professional event. So my thing is, if they want an apology from you, it shouldn't be done in private. It should be done publicly. Even if it's a tweet, even if it's a post saying, you know, I apologize. I shouldn't have brought that up. And I think the Smiths, honestly, they handled it really well. I think they did. You know, they laughed it off. You know, Jada, you know, try to pat Laverne on the back. Like, <laughs> but, you know, deep down inside, she was thinking, bitch, I know you didn't. Because that's what I'd have been thinking. Like, don't bring up no old, like, I, you know, what I mean? don't bring up no old shit. Like, we passed that. You know, we're trying to move on with our lives. It's bad enough August was out here spilling tea that, you know, I already knew about. But it's like, that just wasn't the time and place. And so, and the thing is, y'all are who are saying that, oh, well, she was probably nervous. It was just the accent. It was just a joke. Obviously, she's saying something totally different that, you know, she thought it was appropriate and, you know, she didn't see the big deal and she's a fan of Red Table Talk. So I just, I, I'm not feeling that. Don't say that if they want an apology, you'll do it in public because obviously if they want an apology, they want an apology for how they were treated on the red carpet. And like I said, even though y'all might feel like this is a small thing or what's the big deal or Vivica's being too sensitive, understand that when it comes to black media, this does affect people in black media. This will make celebrities, you know, see a black face with a microphone and keep a damn pushing. So we have to be very, very mindful of that. So let me go ahead and read some more of these super chats here. Um, let's see. Alexandria says, I worked at a restaurant and Vivica Fox came in on my birthday while I was working and she was extremely rude. Oh, okay. I'm Alexandria. Thank you so much for the super chat. Appreciate you. And, you know, I'm sorry that she was rude to you on your birthday. That sucks. Um, let's see here. B. Erica says, wasn't Laverne Cox on the show? I want to work for Diddy. I don't know. I only know her from Orange is a New Black. So I'm not sure. I remember there's a lady named Popra that was on there. Um, let's see here. Jonathan Delgado. He sent $50. Thank you so much. He says, as a gay dad, I can't stand when members of the LGBTQ plus community talk crap about other people. Laverne Cox is the same person who's taking digs at their situation and wants to put their public and wants to put out their public laundry but let somebody call her by her birth pronouns. Shaking my head. Oh, mm. they're not ready for that conversation. You know, and that's why I said, I think they handled it with grace because it wasn't the time and place. Imagine if Will Smith popped back and was like, you know, hold on there, fella. Will Smith would have been berated. He'd been caught all types of transphobics. So I definitely get where, what you're coming from with that. Like I always say, there has to be respect all across the board. You know, if they're respecting her 
and her pronouns and respecting her as a woman, then I think also, you know, let's also respect them in that time and space that they were there to get an award. This is a good achievement for Will Smith. It should have just been about that. Red Table Talk should not even been brought up. Who cares if you're a fan? You know, we've all watched this show. We're all a fan of it, but we're not going to bring it up in that particular space. It's one thing, like I said, if you're at the grocery store or something and it's like, girl, I see you on that, you know, Red Table Talk spilling out your entanglement tea. That's different. That's a key key. You know, so yeah, Andy, you know, Andy ain't lying, honey. So thank you for... uh, uh, I said, Andy, Jonathan, excuse me. Jonathan's not lying. You know, there it has to be a respect factor, you know, because, again, you can't demand respect and inclusivity and all that stuff. But then you you throw shade and jabs where it shouldn't be. So I think she was kind of, you know, like Vivica Fox said um, in the in the Fox Soul show later on in that episode, she said that she felt like she's trying to get her Joan Rivers moment. Cause see Joan Rivers was known to do shit like that where she'd be on the red carpet. And if you dare to come to her, cause a lot of celebrities, they stayed the hell away from Joan Rivers cause she had no tact. She'd read you for the film. She talk about your outfits, your shoes and everything else. But people knew what it was. They knew what they were getting into with Joan Rivers. Laverne Fox, La- why can't you her Laverne Fox? I keep mixing up Fox Soul and Cox. But Laverne Cox is not known for like giving shady interviews or, you know, throwing a little shade. So I think, of course, they wouldn't have had any problem going up to her and being interviewed. But I just think that it was just a ball, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A ball of mess. I think when she was giving him accolades and props, that's where she should have stopped. And then she just kept going on and on and then eventually stuck her foot in her mouth, you know? So hopefully she learns from this, but that video, I wasn't really feeling the response to this because I don't even think people really chastising her. They're just getting, trying to get her to see like that wasn't the time and space. And if we want to be respected as black media, we also have to respect these black celebrities when they're in their spaces. Cause we're getting invites into their homes, right? Because their homes are those award shows. They're inviting you there. So we also need to show them respect. Because, again, would she have done that if that was a white couple? You know, if that was like some type of white scandal? You know, would she have felt as comfortable to bring up, you know, a scandal of a white celebrity? Probably not. You know, and sometimes we see our own and we kind of take advantage or think it's cool. But, you know, we don't know these people personally. So you just want to keep it very professional. Now she wanted to talk to them, you know, after the show, when the cameras were off and discuss the entanglement, then by all means, get that extra tea, you know. But I think right there live, on a, especially on a big network like E, it wasn't cool. I don't think it was cool. Just my personal opinion. Let's see here. Uh, Noma sent $7 in Zar money from South Africa. Thank you so much, love. Phyllis Alvarado says, keep up the good energy. Love you, sis. Love you too. And thank you for coming through. Uh, Dini Dersel, what's up, sis? She says, hey, T, thank you for the live. This is my early birthday gift. I turn 33 next Wednesday. Um, Miss Cox should have read the room. Also, was kind of funny seeing them cringe as much as we have that bad marriage for life. Exactly. Thank you so much and happy early birthday to you, sis. Uh, 
Shakita. Shakita 200 says, just apologize because I bet if somebody called you the wrong pronoun, you'd be up in arms. Exactly. I, I definitely agree with that. Um, let's see here. I don't know why YouTube, the back end of YouTube is running really slow. Um, Nene says, hold on, I just disappeared. Hold up. Nene says, what do you feel about Rod Wave's girlfriend D exposing him for having bad odor because of his weight? Oh my God. I didn't know about that. That's mean. So I mean, is she with him just for the money? Like how long? I don't need that child. I love Rod Wave's music. You know, I think that after he fell through the stage, I think at that point, you know, the, the weight is a bit much. When you're falling through stages, you know, he may need to, you know, start working out, dieting, eating, you know, fresh vegetables. But I don't see if that's his girlfriend, why would she blast him and put that out there? I think that's kind of disrespectful. I'm sure, you know, he knows he has B.O. If he has it, I've never smelt him because I've never been around him. But I'm sure he knows it. He doesn't need the world knowing that. So. That's kind of unfortunate. And my thing is, are you going to help him? Because remember, it was rumored that, um, who's the other one? Rob Kardashian. Remember he got big as hell? And people were saying that he stunk. And when he took out that hat, there was a bunch of flakes. <laughs> they said that's why he wore that hat, because he didn't wash his hair. And there'd be a bunch of flakes and shit falling everywhere. And remember, they were saying that, that he got, you know, he just didn't care about himself anymore. And, you know, Black China, you know, bless her heart. She didn't come out and say that Rob stunk and he had lice and all that shit. She got him on the treadmill, started feeding him healthy meals. And, you know, he lost weight. Like, that's what you do. You know, you don't belittle your partner. You help them get healthy. Help them get right. Buy that man some damn deodorant. You know what I'm saying? Get him some damn cologne and shit. Don't be on social media blasting your man for he trade you in for an Instagram thought, honey. I didn't even hear about that story. You coming over here, Nene, spilling some tea. And I fuck with Rod Wave. His album is hot. Let me see if I can find his girlfriend. Rod Wave's <laughs> girlfriend. I ain't even heard that story yet. That's funny. Let's see if it come up. They said she blasting his damn B.O. Dating his girlfriend, Kelsey, and raising twins. Let me see. Kelsey D. She got twins or they raising, hold on, dating his girlfriend, Kelsey, and raising twin daughters. So they got twins together or, is, or does she have kids outside of Rod Wave? Y'all got to tell me because I've, I've never dug into his personal life. Let me see here. Let me show y'all this screen. This is the girlfriend here. So that's her, Kelsey D. I mean, he, yeah, he's, he's a big boy, but he makes some damn good music. We're not going to take that away from him. He makes some really good music. And I guess they got twins. I'm assuming they got them together. I don't know. But um, yeah, that's her. Girl, go ahead and help that man out. Get him a bar of soap and deodorant, honey. And, yeah, he fell through the stage. Who remembers that damn video when he fell through the stage? I think I'm lying. Let me see if I can find it. Rod Wave falls through the stage. Let me see if I can look it up. Yeah, he did. He, he was like next to come on. He stepped on the stage and that bitch crashed. Let me see if it comes up. 
It does. Hold on, hold on. Let me share my screen with y'all so y'all can see it. Somebody said it didn't happen. Chat, I don't, I may not talk about talk about stuff, but I don't miss anything. I keep telling y'all that. I miss nothing. Yeah, he fell. This was like a few months ago. Like I think like during Halloween or something. Let me see. Six seconds. was crazy yeah that went viral a while ago i'm surprised y'all didn't know that the whole entourage fell through that hole <laughs> that he made in the stage honey yes i think after that i thought he was going to start you know taking his health more seriously but child to each his own but i think you know if that's his girlfriend she should be supporting him and trying to help encourage him to lose weight and you know be on top of his body order because i get it but i don't like to be around nobody funky I don't want to smell a bunch of must. Personal hygiene is number one to me. So I definitely get it. But, you know, let them know. Let them know that. Yeah, man, I'm broke the damn stage, honey. <laughs> that video still cracks me up to this day. All right. Thank you for the super chat, Nay. Y'all be taking my damn chats just a whole nother direction, I swear. Uh, let's see here. Matthew A says, why does black media have to tiptoe on the red carpet when questioning celebrities, but white media gets more leeway? Plus, Will and Jada made their entanglement open for discussion, right? I get what you're saying, but you got to look at the big picture. Again, y'all let it compare yourselves to white folks, but we don't live in the same world that they do. It's just the truth of the matter. And I don't think it's necessarily about tiptoeing. It's just understanding that we get so much limited opportunities on the red carpet. So don't blow it. And just because somebody makes something public in a different setting does not mean that they want to be reminded about that in a professional setting. Think about it. Let's say some shit goes down in your hood, right? You get into a fight in the neighborhood. You know, let's say you happen to lose a fight. So you're fighting Debo across the street. He beats your ass. Okay, well, that happened in your neighborhood. So now let's say that you're at an awards banquet because you're, you know, you're a good employee, you know, fabulous employee of the month. We're giving you an award. You know, we're going to have a catered buffet dinner. And I also live in the neighborhood, right? I live across the street and I'm nosy. So I'm out, you know, I'm picking out my window and shit, watching you get your ass whooped. I'm like, damn. I fuck with Craig. He, you know, he sits across from me at the, at the, at the job, his desk and my desk are right here. I live across the street from him, but damn, Debo done whooped his ass. So now imagine I'm the person giving, you know, the announcement and, and announcing your name. And I say, you know, congratulations to what is your name? Cause this, the, the chat just moved Matthew. Congratulations to Matthew. He's a hard worker a great employee. He treats all his coworkers fairly, but boy, he did lose that fight though across the street fair and square. You know what I'm saying? He got his ass whooped, but that don't mean that he's not a good coworker and not a good person that you get what I'm saying? Like there's just, there's time and space. There's, you know what I mean? Like what happened over here does not give me the right to then take it to like a professional function that you're at and bring that up. Now, if I want to bring it up after we've had some drinks and it's not in front of everybody, I'm like, damn, your black eye is looking really good. I'm glad it's going down. Oh, that lump on your forehead. I didn't even notice it. You know what I'm saying? So like, just, just try and put yourself in there. She's like, I get what you're saying, 
but there's a time and space for everything. I hope you like that analogy. You know, I just felt like that wasn't the time and space. And especially because that's something that black media has been complaining about for years, that they are pushed to the end of the red carpet. A lot of folks won't go up to them, you know, and again, some of us have the mentality, like I always say, that the white man's ice is colder. So they'll flock to like, you know, um, what is those, the people that be on the road? You know, like Getty images and stuff like that. They'll flock to them. But then when they'll see like, you know, let's say Black Tree Media or the Breakfast Club there, it's like, well, I don't know. I don't know. So that's the thing. Unfortunately, you just have to be on your P's and Q's when doing black media, because, again, it ends up affecting a lot of them, because a lot of times they don't even allow black media into certain spaces. Like, let's keep it real. So the fact that she was chosen to be the host, um, not the host, but to be the interviewer for E, that's a big deal, because usually they go with white people, you know. So all I'm saying is just think about it, because now the next time E's going to be like, okay. These black folks are messy. Will Smith is a good client, you know, things like that. We're just going to stick with Becky. You get what I'm saying? So that's that's why I feel like she needs to see the big picture. It's not just about her. It's also about the black folks and media coming behind her. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but thank you for the super chat, love. I hope that kind of explained everything to you. Um, Let's see here. Patrice L says she better not play with the industry. They'll be, they'll have her playing a man on the next show. Oh God, child, y'all are a mess. Um, thank you for the super chat, love. Incognito sent 10 says, why Laverne had to tiptoe but not Joan Rivers? Why do we generalize when black interviewers do something? Black celebs didn't go running from white media because of Joan and she was always messy. Well, I already did the analogy. I'm not going to say it again, but thank you for the super chat, love. Um, let's see here. Young Kobe says, Ocean Rod Wave by Old Spice. <laughs> Kobe, you're a mess. Thank you for the super chat, love. Um, let's see here. Uh, Kenneth Smith says, hey, T, sent you a DM through Instagram, sis. Enjoy your day. Much success to you. Thank you so much, Kenneth. Thanks for coming through. Um, Naomi says, seen that drama about Doja Cat and that YouTuber. Yeah, child, I seen it. Um, I'm a, I think I'm gonna talk about it on a podcast. I seen it, you know, I have a lot of issues with it. Not with what Doja Cat said. I'm, I'm glad Doja Cat drug her. But now she's playing the, you know, Victor, she talked mean to me and whatever, honey. I'll probably do a podcast on it. But thank you for the super chat. Um... Somebody said that Black China was brushing Rob's teeth. I didn't know that. I know she was helping him though, but I didn't know she was. Black China said, "Oh, Black China says Rob wasn't brushing his teeth. He probably wasn't. You know, when people like gain a lot of weight, like because remember, Rob was like real low key arrogant back in the day. He was running through chicks and shit. He had a nice body. He was cute. He was one of the Kardashians, you know. And his sisters, they were like, you know, really popular at that time." And I think, you know, after a while, he just got depressed and he was just never able to keep up with his sisters as far as business. Remember, he tried to start a sock line and nobody bought it and all that shit. I just think that him always being compared to his sister's successes kind of depressed him. And sometimes when people gain a lot of weight like that, they, you know, they stop caring about themselves. They stop caring about their personal hygiene. 
you know, and that's where you have to question their mental health and make sure that they're okay. So thank you for that. And I'm glad that, you know, she actually was there for Rob at that time and really helped him break out of that depression, you know, so much so that they ended up creating a child together. So who would have thought? So let me see here. Let's go ahead. I want to hit on this. Dang, it's already been an hour. Time be flying, y'all. I swear time be flying. Um, okay. We got to talk about this, Nicole, the Kayla Nicole situation with Polo the Don. So if you guys don't know, um, Sandra Rose ended up digging this up. And this is like being talked about on the blogs. Nicole is not the one who put this out, um, but Sandra uh, Rose did. So let me go ahead and pull this up really quick. This whole situation is kind of disturbing a bit. So this is what's being said. YouTube influencer Nicole TV sues producer Polo the Don for a breach of contract. Claims he seduced her when she was 18 and he was 40. Okay. So this is what it goes on to say. According to documents obtained by SandraRose.com, the plaintiff alleged allegedly began a sexual relationship with Polo, real name Jamal Jones, when she was only 18. The plaintiff was 17 when she created her YouTube channel, Nicole TV, which grew to over 5.4 million subscribers. Nicole released her song Late Night in 2019. The song created a buzz and attracted the attention of Polo, who sent her a DM about helping her career in the music industry. During intimate pillow talks with the teen, Polo allegedly discussed terms of a record agreement between her and Polo's record label, Zone 4. Zone 4 was also named as a defendant in the lawsuit. On the night before signing their arrangement with Zone 4, Polo allegedly spent the night with Nicole. The next day on September 19, 2019, Polo drove Nicole to his recording studio where he illegally plied the underage girl with alcoholic beverages while continuing to discuss the terms of the contract. When the teenager asked Polo if her manager could review the agreement, Polo allegedly refused and insisted that she sign the agreement immediately. She expressed concerns about sharing her YouTube revenue 50-50 with Polo. After much debate, she signed an agreement agreeing to keep 85% of the the substantial ad revenue from her YouTube channel. The complaint alleges that the teenager was intoxicated and she was not represented by an attorney at the time that she signed the agreement. The complaint also alleges that Nicole was not paid in advance by Zone 4, and Polo eventually lost interest in her career after their sexual relationship ended. Nicole wants relief from the courts by releasing her from the Zone 4 agreement. Additionally, the plaintiff is requesting reasonable attorney fees and expenses of no less than 25 k A judge granted a stay in discovery so the two parties can negotiate a settlement the discovery ends next week. Nicole is represented by Tanya Mitchell Grisham Esquire. Polo is represented by King and Blau. So this is very interesting. And this, this bothered me a lot. Now, let me say this. Let me say this first and foremost. Um, I know who Kayla Nicole is, and I know she's commented on my videos before, um, but I don't watch her like that. Okay, because she's young enough to be my child. So I don't I don't watch her YouTube channel like that. I just don't watch a lot of really young people's YouTube channels, just like like Charlie D'Amelio and whatever her sister's name is. 
I'm just not into like those type of videos because it's like watching my kids. If I want to see teenagers run around and act crazy, I'll go downstairs in the family room. So, but she has built an amazing brand for herself. The fact that she has 5.4 million subscribers is nothing to sneeze at. But I want to make it clear, I don't know the ins and outs of her channel. So, but I saw a lot of comments of people like really going in on her, like on not just on Sandra Rose, but on different websites that were talking about this and saying, oh, well, you're 18, you're of age, she's a thought, da, 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 da. I mean, saying a lot of stuff. And I know recently she became a mother. Her son just turned one. He's adorable. So sometimes I'll see her, you know, her posts and stuff with the Shea Room post on on Nicole. So that's how, you know, I'll follow up on stuff. So this bothers me a lot. Okay. Now I'm not even so much. Like I always tell y'all the legal age of consent is a legal age of consent. We can get mad all we want to, but I, I don't work for the justice system. Okay. So she's 18 and she agrees to have sex with this 40 year old producer. Okay. Which is her right to do. But I see a lot of, I see a lot of how he just took advantage of her. And I'm not even talking about the sexual aspect. Okay. That, that part I'm not even too much worried about because he didn't do anything really illegal as far as having sex with her because she was of age, the applying her with alcohol. That's something different. We'll touch on that in a minute. Okay. What bothers me is that Polo the Don with his big 40-year-old ass, he's already rich. He's not a struggling producer. He's also a writer. He has, if y'all don't know who he is, he has produced some of the most iconic songs. One of my favorite songs that Polo, a.k.a. Jamal, was on, if y'all don't know, he helped co-write Forever by Chris Brown. He also produced it. So not only did he get writer's credit, he also got producer's credit. And a lot of stuff that he works on, he manages to get both. If you look at a lot of his song catalogs, he's usually on there as a writer and a producer. So this man gets checks, okay? It's not some struggling up-and-coming producer. Now, side note, the song Forever, if y'all remember this video went viral a few years ago, I went to school with these people. Just This is a side note. Remember that wedding, that white wedding couple that went down the aisle to the song Forever? Um, their name were Jill and uh kevin and this was like this one this was like one of the first viral big viral videos on youtube it's it's so funny it's i still watch it to this day i can't play because of music but if y'all don't know about that video watch it that video is what like it went viral it went so crazy viral that video also helped spawn that double mint gum commercial so Polo also got play, got paid every time Doublemint ran that commercial, every time it got played here on YouTube. I mean, that video has over 100 million views. So I say all that to say, I'm trying to figure out how this man who already has money, okay, why he would go out his way to take advantage of this girl. This is a girl who built her own platform went viral for her videos and, you know, acting crazy and silly. And now she's making revenue at that young age of 17. And if she has 
I know what I make per month. So she has 5 million subscribers. I can only imagine what she makes per month. And for him to think that he should get 50% of her YouTube revenue, that pisses me off. Like, I hate when people act like they genuinely want to help you. And a, a lot of times it's the people that you feel have already made it. They're at a certain space. And for people thinking like, oh, well, you know, she should have known what she was signing. With her being that young, one, she's going to be smitten by him. So let's talk about the, the power dynamics. This is a world-renowned producer and writer, probably has written some of her most favorite songs with some of her most favorite singers and rappers. And you see Kayla wanting to get into music. So when this major producer who has hits like forever slides into her DMs, of course she's excited. Of course she's feeling like, oh my gosh, you know, this is my chance. It's one thing to be seen as a goofy YouTuber. It's another thing, it's another thing to be taken seriously as a musician, which to me seems like might have been her end goal. You know, YouTube was a way for her to get in and go viral, but you know, she's talented because she's dropped music and I've seen it you know, go viral on social media, people making dances to it on TikTok. So she's been doing her thing musically for a while. So are y'all judging her? If his old ass jumped into my DMs, I'd be like, okay, what's up? I want a singing career too. You know, like, I don't understand like how people are acting like, you know, they don't understand how she got caught up in this. I'm a grown adult. And I would be boosted if Polo the Don was like, I can help you make music and take your career to the next level and this, this and that. So I can imagine an 18 year old. You know, she probably thought that she had to sleep with that man to get that. So to me, yes, it's legal. Yeah, he you know, he didn't molest her, no shit like that. She willingly had sex with him. But the way he went about it, though, was it really right? And then as soon as she decided, like, OK, well, I don't want to sleep with you no more. All of a sudden, well, huh. I don't want to do your music no more. I'm out. So I, I just, I think that's just, it's just, it's not a good look for him at all. And then the fact, let's not forget, she's alleging that he supplied her with alcohol. Her being 18, one, she's not even old enough to drink. The legal age is 21. Two, now this is where that slippery slope comes in. Even though she's 18 and she's quote unquote, of age to have sex with this 40 year old man legally. Let's also forget that if she was really intoxicated, you can't give consent. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So something ain't cleaning the buttermilk with this whole situation. Now, I'm glad that she was aware enough to realize, no, I don't want to give you 50% of my earnings but maybe 15%. And the reason why she would have said 15% is because that is on average what you give a manager in the industry. You give them 15%, but they're actually producing and doing things for you. The fact that they never gave her an advance, they never helped her with her music, but he was able to smash her. And then he's been eating off of her YouTube revenue. Are you fucking kidding me? And people are knocking her. Like, and, and I guess I'm talking about this because I want the young people here to understand how predatory 
a lot of people in the industry are. And don't be blinded because they have a blue check mark or because they have plaques on the wall. The fact that he he really had no intentions of really making music with her. One, he wanted to sleep with her, but he was looking at that YouTube revenue. These people are trying to find so many ways to get into YouTube. It's ridiculous. And that's part of the stuff that I was saying years ago when people thought I was just hating on celebrities coming to YouTube. It's not about that. It's the fact that YouTube gave a space for a young girl. She was an unknown. I had never heard of her until she started going viral because it was a space for regular people to come and be themselves. Because maybe when she tried to go the industry route, they told her, you know, you're not thick enough. You're not light enough. Your hair ain't long enough. Just whatever. But because of platforms like this, we can look any way we want to look and have our voices be heard, have our have our uh, sketch comedy be watched. You know, it, it gives regular people a platform. So when I see industry people trying to take, you know, trying to come in on that and get that girl's money that she worked hard for, that's bullshit. The fact that he even said he wanted 50% of her YouTube revenue. Sir, you weren't there writing her skits. You weren't there giving her ideas. You weren't there when she created her channel. You had nothing to do with it. Her channel should have been her own shit separately. So the fact that till this day, he's still making money off of her channel. That's I'm just I'm just disgusted by that, because, again, he has money. He has all types of revenue coming in from all of these great songs that he has written and produced. And like I said, I can always call out the behavior. I'm not going to knock his accolades. You know, what I'm saying he's made a lot of fire music, but I was really shocked when I really read through the document and I was shocked by how many people were like knocking her and saying she's stupid. Oh, well, next time don't get drunk. And, you know, it's like so many times when it's a black girl who makes a mistake, she's just demonized. It's like nobody sees the predatory behavior in that. Nobody sees that he homed in on her because he, he looked at her as a money bag as a source of income for himself, not even because he really liked her work. He's seen that she was getting numbers, views, and making a whole bunch of money. So let me find a way into that. Because if he genuinely wanted to make it about music, it would have been a musical contract. Her YouTube channel would have had nothing to do with that. So I want the young people watching this to understand that when you create something homegrown, you need to protect it. Nobody deserves any of your YouTube revenue, your TikTok revenue, your Instagram revenue, unless they're helping you build it and take it to the next level. That's your shit. Hands off. If they want to contract with you because they want to help you, quote unquote, get into movies and acting and get into music, you need to have a separate, uh, you need to have separate representation for whatever you want to be involved in. Do not use one manager for everything, one PR person for everything. If you want to get into acting, you have your acting manager, you have a, a certified contract with them, and make sure it has nothing to do with the rest of your social media. If you want to get into singing, it should be simply a singing contract, a musical contract, and it has nothing to do with your bread and butter, which is your social media platform. And people don't understand how much this shit happens. Well, people will come in and act like they really want to help you. You know what I'm saying? They really want to look out for your brand. But no, they're actually just looking to better themselves. 
you know what I'm saying, attach themselves to your brand because you're popping. And the fact that he's 40 and she's 18, that helps bring him and, and, and bring him into that youth energy. You know what I'm saying? That makes him more pliable to the youth if he's seen with her and, and seen doing things with her and making music with her. So I just, I'm not feeling that at all. And I want young people to understand this. Protect whatever you make, whatever you build, protect your brand with your life, okay? Don't let anybody think that they can come in and just eat off of what you build. Matter of fact, the same thing happened years ago to Spoken Reasons. He created a lot of these comedy skits back in the day on YouTube, and then Russell Simmons did him the same way. You know, had him leave what he was building by himself. He was making a lot of money per month, able to take care of his family. And then they made it seem like they're going to take him to the next level with the whole all deaf comedy jam. And all they did was take all of these creators, put them under this network, and they weren't making a fraction of what they were making when they had their own YouTube channels. That's why sometimes it's not even worth it to try and go mainstream because sometimes you get the short end of the stick. So understand your value and understand what you bring to these people who are tapping you on the shoulder. So I feel bad for Kayla Nicole, you know what I'm saying? And if nobody else is going to speak out for this young black girl, I'm going to speak out for her. I don't care if people feel like she coons and clowns on her videos. I don't care because I don't watch her videos like that. I'm simply talking about this particular situation. And I'm from what is shown in that lawsuit, I'm not feeling how any of that went down. One, if he was serious about helping her, where is her mother? Again, I don't watch her videos. So I don't know her relationship with her mom. I don't know. But a parent should have been involved. When she asked to speak to a lawyer, her lawyer should have been involved. If everything's on the up and up, why can she not have other sets of eyes on the contract? If everything's on the up and up, why can't it be done in front of her parents or in front of people who care about her? Why is everything being done in secret and with alcohol and shit like that? Y'all better wake up and understand that everybody who smiles in your face, everybody who likes your videos, who, oh my God, you're so funny. Oh, I love your shit. Not everybody means you well. So please understand that young people who are getting involved in social media, who are creating these YouTube channels, who are creating these TikToks, understand the value that you bring to these platforms. So any, that's why I always get very weary, like I've been saying, when I see celebrities sniffing around you know what I'm saying? What, what do I call them? I don't want to say regular people because everybody's a regular person, right? But like people who are not so-called famous or they're famous because of YouTube or TikTok, because it's almost like the celebrities just trying to siphon their viewership, their fans. You know what I mean? They're just trying to take on their energy. And usually that creator never gets the same benefit from the celebrity. You get what I'm saying? So I just, I feel bad for her. I, I you know, and, she, and I went to her Instagram page today to see she was talking about it. She hasn't posted in two weeks, maybe because they're negotiating, um, you know, so she hasn't been on there. Now, it looks like he's still following her. She doesn't follow him any longer. But let me share my screen. He's still following her. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm just not feeling that. I just think that, you know, at the end of the day. I'm just big on treating people how I want to be treated. 
And especially when it comes to young people, like he's old enough to be her father. Cause like I said, she's, she's young enough to be my child. And she's, I think she's in between my kids' age or she's the same age as my oldest son. I got a 21 year old. So my thing is, would you want somebody taking advantage of your child like that? Your child creates something from grass, from the grass roots, from the bottom and builds it up herself. Do you want some 40 year old coming in and thinking that they own, that they're entitled to 50% of something that she created? I just, I don't agree with that. I don't like that. I think as adults, we should be looking out for young people. And especially when you've made it and you've been in the industry, you know, imagine if he would have been on the up and up, they probably would have been able to benefit each other. If this was on the up and up, if it was a solid contract, if it was fair, if there was no sexual exploits in there, because her music is doing well with or without him. But it just really bothers me that he's getting some of her money because he had nothing to do with her come up. So I don't know if I'm preaching right now, but I, I just have to say that. I just don't like when I see young people getting taken advantage of. You know, and a lot of times it happens to young black creators and black creators in general. You know, I'm not saying that white creators don't get taken advantage of, but y'all get way more opportunities and a lot of y'all's opportunities be on the up and up. Nobody's sliding into Charlie D'Amelio's DMs promising her record deals. Trust me, if they're promising her some shit, it's getting done. She's getting Dunkin' Donut deals. She's getting national campaigns. Meanwhile, nobody's telling our youth, you know what I'm saying, how to move in this industry, who to stay away from, giving them tips and things like that. So I'm, I'm really sad that this went down for her when she was that young. And like I said, I don't know her backstory. I don't know if her parents are involved in her life. I'm not sure. But there's no excuse for this at all. Um, let me see here. Uh, Brie R says we need to protect. Hold on. It disappeared. We need to protect young people. Keep these grown men away from them. I don't care how legal it is. Any man slash lady 30 and up giving an 18 year old liquor and then seducing them is weird. Stop enabling this mess. I agree. But once again, I don't agree with the liquor. You can get mad all you want, but you need to talk to the courts. It's legal. So I'm not going to focus on something that there's no charges that can come behind that as far as the age difference. It's legal. So y'all can be mad at that all y'all want to, but there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing I can do about it. But I'm going to call out all the other stuff that's definitely shady and unacceptable, like him giving her liquor underage, which is definitely illegal, allegedly. Okay. And then also the fact that he got into this contract with her trying to take that much of her money and is still getting money from her, knowing that when she signed it, from what she's saying, she was drunk. And if she was drunk and they're trying to knock out the fact that she signed that contract and they want that thrown out, then that also invalidates the consent. But as far as the age thing, you have no case there. Consent, yes. Age, no. So I don't focus on age over here. Not when it comes to that, because there's nothing you can do about it. You can't change the courts in the in the comment section of YouTube. It doesn't work that way. Grown folks are going to mess with people who are legal. You know what I'm saying? Once they turn 18, it's been happening since I was in high school. But what he did to her and the way he went about it was dead wrong, period. So it's not about enabling. I stick to facts. 
So let me go ahead and read this other super chat here. Um, Kimberly Jake says, Polo the Don, the King White Girls. Some things I won't forget. He was never for us. Love you, T, and smash the like button. Thank you so much. Yeah, I remember that too, honey. Thank you for the super chat, love. Um, N Pen sent $10. Thank you for the super sticker. Appreciate you. Lisa LaShawn says, wow, talk about perspective. You can legally consent to lay with a 40-year-old at 18, but can't legally get your own drink until you're 21. Yeah, that's how it is. You know, um, even people saying, well, when teenagers get pregnant, it should be illegal, you know, that teenagers are pregnant. It's not illegal. It's different when it comes to sex. But that same teenager technically cannot get drunk legally. They got to wait until they're 18. I'm mean, excuse me, 21 to drink. But, you, you know, they can get pregnant at 14 and become parents. Again, I don't make the laws. I just strictly talk off of facts. And, and you know, what I'm saying what's on the books. I, I'm not getting emotionally invested in something I can't change. Y'all going to have to go to Joe Biden's Twitter and tell him to up the statue. Because there's nothing I can do behind the camera on YouTube. But, yeah, it, it's crazy when you think about it. It really is. Let's see here. Um, Asher 1028 sent 1999 says a predator is someone who's taken advantage of someone who is naive and vulnerable. It does not necessarily have to do with age. Yeah, I can see that as well. I just think the whole situation is a mess. And I just hope that instead of people judging her, because a lot of people are dragging her on the blogs. I think that People should take it as a cautionary tale and make sure they don't end up in the same situation. It's very easy to dismiss her and call her dumb and well, she shouldn't have been there and she knew what she was doing and all that goofy stuff. Just make sure you don't end up in the same situation. Because from what I'm seeing, everybody's trying to be a YouTuber. Everybody's trying to be a TikToker. Everybody's trying to be an Instagram model. So make sure that you understand when people are also playing on your, you know, you being naive about situations. Because there's a lot of people who have a predatory mentality, and especially when it comes to the music industry, you know, so it's really scary. Um, let's see here. Jason, 499. Thank you, Jay. Marvin D says, hey, sis, just got home from work looking gorgeous as always. Thank you so much, Marvin. Uh, the one and only way says, hey, T, have you watched the Nikki interview with Lovely Joe? No, but thank you for the super chat. Appreciate you. Um, Emmy Rodriguez says, love you, T. My birthday is today. Happy birthday. Thank you for coming through, love. Appreciate you. Uh, let's see here. Kibra Moore says, hey, sis, finally able to be back and checking out. Been crazy busy. Great seeing you. Always looking fabulous. Thank you so much, and thanks for coming through. I'm glad you're back, sis. Um, let's see here. Somebody else says he ain't no different than a director and a casting couch. Let's be real. Talk about it, Jonathan. See, they're not ready for those conversations when it comes to hip hop. You know, everybody wants to look at the casting couch in Hollywood when it comes to acting roles and, and TV roles. But yeah, there's, there's a low key, or I shouldn't even say low key at this point, a high key casting couch that also goes on in the in the music industry as well and in hip-hop so thank you for pointing that out i appreciate you uh let's see here scorpio says love you t love you too thank you for coming through um queen may says uh let's see here 
The age of being an adult needs to be raised to 20 to 21, period. 18 is literally still a teen. I'm 22. Now my adult mind at 18 is now a complete 360. Yeah. Yeah, the whole thing is it's insane. But, you know, if you say that, then are we going to take into accountability that technically your brain is not fully developed or fu- or done functioning. The frontal cortex of your brain is not fully developed until you're 25. I mean, we talked about this a while ago, like probably like two years ago on here, you know, so by that logic, should we just push the age of consent to 25? Nobody would accept that. So I don't know. I'm not sure. But right now, per the law in the books, it's 18. So, yep. <laughs> Let me see here. Um, Eve Capricorn N says, hey, T, love from Louisiana. This sounds like sexual intimidation to me. He took advantage of her. Definitely. Definitely. Um, Anthony Holloway says, you look beautiful. Love your look. Thank you so much, Anthony. Um, Miss Nicole says, let's see here. Hey, T, I don't know if my first super chat went through, but I just want to show you love and thank you for being you. Um, And she gave me a flower bouquet emoji so thank you so much appreciate you sis let's see i've been on here for an hour and 24 minutes oh my gosh i still got a few more topics i didn't mean to talk about the nicole situation for so long but i felt like it had to be you know what i'm saying talked about because i just i didn't like the way people were dragging her on social media um let's see here so hopefully they'll get to some type of resolution i hope the resolution is they just throw that damn contract in the trash because of how he was able to obtain it and the fact that he's been eating off of her channel all this time is just crazy. Um, let's see here. Okay. So we got to hit on this. All the stuff that's going on right now in the Ukraine. If you guys do not know. Now, let me let me say this real quick. Cuz I had people tagging me, people trying to confront me on Instagram. Um, T, aren't you African? Why aren't you posting about, you know, the Africans not being led into Poland? And I don't have to post everything on Instagram. My Instagram page right now is being handled by somebody else. When it broke, put a teacup if you're in the Discord. We talked about this literally all day Saturday. I hate when people like accuse me of not hitting on stuff because I'm not hitting it on a particular platform for them to see it. Like this girl was like going off on me. And I was just like, whatever, you're a bozo because we've been talking about this. Thank you, Discorders. Anyhow, so if y'all don't know, there's a lot of Nigerian people, um, several West African people that were going to school in the Ukraine, even Indians as well from India. They're all going to school in the Ukraine. So when everything first started, thank y'all for the teacups, appreciate it. So when everything first started, a lot of these people started trying to leave, right? And so they started trying to go to Poland and other nearing countries and they weren't let in. You had black folks who walked, okay, country to country, walked days to get to the Polish border only to be turned around because they were only allowing white Ukrainians. This is sickening. So you mean to tell me even while people are being bombed on, why y'all are hiding in subways from nuclear attacks? Y'all still got the nerve to be, you know, to be performing white supremacy and being racist? 
It just, it just makes no sense. And this is why a lot of black folks are just quiet on this whole situation. This is why a lot of us are just sitting back sipping tea. Because the same thing happened. Remember, I was the one who was telling y'all about it, how the Chinese were doing the Africans during the C-19. Y'all over here in America crying about anti-Asian, you know, whatever, whatever. But y'all ain't checking China and saying, well, why y'all doing all this anti-African stuff? It got so bad, they blamed the Africans for for C-19. Sorry, I can't say the word. They flipped it around and blamed the Africans for C-19. You know, so it's like no matter where we go, we just get treated like trash. It's, it's crazy. So miss me with the bullshit because you think I didn't talk about it when you wanted me to talk about it. Girl, I've been talking about this. So let me go ahead and play this video um, from my favorite news station, honey. Y'all know we love, we love, we on. Especially Palkisha. That's my girl. Uh, where did that video go? Okay, here we go. It's not Palkisha this time. They got a new African guy on here. I forget his name, but he he just he started on here recently. But Palkisha, that's my girl. She be going in. She keeps her foot on every country. She don't care. She gonna call it out. So this is what's going on right now. It's just it's tragic. racist tendencies in the western world thousands of students from africa and asia are left stranded at the ukrainian border but reports of alleged segregation and violence in the polish ukraine border has caused tensions nigeria has now kicked out the security officials for their treatment towards their citizen and students the president of nigeria muhammadu buhari evoked the u.n convention he said that the color of passport or their skin should not make it make any difference. The Nigerian presidency laid out several instances of reported discrimination by both the Ukrainian as well as the Polish military soldiers. The government cited media reports and videos circulating on social media. Okay, I have another video too, but first of all, I'm going to need Buhari to have a tall glass to shut the fuck up because I find it very interesting, and that's the president of Nigeria. He was initially telling Ukraine, you know, we stand with you and we'll even send Nigerians out there to fight. I don't recall the Ukrainian president, you know, and bless his heart because he's out there fighting with his people and I respect him for that. Shout out to you, Mr. Zelensky. But I don't recall him sending out any type of troops or help or any food packages when y'all was sitting there killing your own people during the whole SARS epidemic in 2020. It just doesn't make any sense. I want to send Nigerians out there to go fight their war. But y'all was harming y'all's own people during SARS. The only thing you need to do with the Ukrainian, with the country of Ukraine, is get the Nigerians out. That's what should have been done. When all the other countries' embassies were pulling their peoples out, like the American embassy, the Chinese embassy, when they were getting all their peoples out, the Nigerian embassy should have been doing the same thing. Not saying that we'll help y'all fight. No, the hell we won't. Child, it's a mess, a straight up mess. But these folks went through a lot of stuff. They really did. And 
you know, to walk days to a border and then just to be turned around simply based because of the color of your skin and to be told. And do you have people online? You know, I saw a lot of Ukrainian comments saying, oh, it's not racism. They're not letting men because they said all men have to stay in Ukraine and fight. Yeah, but that was supposed to be all Ukrainian men, 18 to 63. Why should African men and Indian men who are not citizens of your country have to fight child's war? They ain't got shit to do with this. But y'all try to dismiss it and say that it was just men being turned around. But there was plenty of black women as well that made it to those borders and were turned around. So it wasn't just men. So y'all come up with another excuse on Twitter, okay? Let me go ahead and play out what this sister had to say, what she went through. Share my screen real quick here. Official literally between my eye and said in his language, only Ukrainians, that's all. That if you are black, you should walk. I'm currently in Debrecen, Hungary. I got in like 10 a.m. today. Today is um, the 20th of February. It wasn't easy. Um, on Friday at 8 a.m., I was on my way to Poland. I took a commercial taxi and the taxi couldn't stay on the line of cars because literally cars had been there for two days. And when we dropped, I said, on the Google map, it was saying a one-hour walk. And I was like, oh, one-hour walk is nothing, you know, if it's getting us there on time. And we walked. We walked and it came to crazy. The 10 walking is traumatizing me. The 10 walking. I walked for 12 12 good hours, and as soon as it's a transition, the traffic warden saw me and said I should go to the shelter to sleep. And I slept, and he said the next day that there's a bus going from that shelter straight to the Polish border. And when it was time to get on this bus, the Ukrainians said, just Ukrainians, literally as a black person, I even lied that I was pregnant. They didn't care. I was begging. The official literally looked me in my eye and said in his language, only Ukrainians, that's all. That if you are black, you should walk. And that was an additional eight hours from where we were. By car, it was like 30 minutes. So we had to walk additional eight hours. The problem isn't at, isn't at the Polish border. It is at the Ukrainian border. Because you have to stop under the Ukrainian border to get on the Polish side. And the Ukrainians are only prioritizing their citizens. They don't care. They push you. They will beat you. If you can make it, you make it. If you don't, you don't. Like, I took a nap and I still, I still felt like I was still walking. Like, I hadn't crossed over. It's no fair. Like, I just begging to go. I literally had to go back to my city after the experience, re-strategize, and took a train to Hungary. It wasn't even easy getting to Hungary. We had to pay. Those that didn't have money to pay, what would they do? I couldn't help anybody because I was fighting for my life. It is a traumatizing experience. And I don't know where I'm going from now. I literally have to re-strategize in Hungary, try to get my ticket back to Nigeria. Because it's not safe. This place is not, if your skin is dark, get disadvantage.
Mm. So y'all just heard what that sister had to say. If your skin is dark, you're at a disadvantage. So the people, you know, saying, oh, it's because they're men. And, you know, men have to stay and fight. She's a woman. Even Lydon said she was pregnant. They still told her, we don't care. Go back. You know, so it's a lot. I'm not going to say too much on here. Like I told y'all, I've suffered enough. <laughs> you know, I use the term light lightly because they really are suffering right now on my platforms. OK, so there's certain things I'm not going to post because I don't understand how much I get punished on the back end. Shadow banned, demonetized, um, Instagram shadow banning me. We finally got that page unshadow banned. So there's certain things I'm not going to post. So just because you don't see me posting it does not mean I'm not aware of the situation, does not mean I'm not having conversations about the situation. You know, so I just kind of that really kind of bothered me when people were like assuming like, you know, how dare she not speak or post on this? For what? So that way my page can get demonetized again. I mean, not demonetized, shadow banned again. When I was posting so much stuff during the uh, 2020 riots, everything that happened in Minneapolis, I started getting shadow banned. I couldn't go live. Then when I started posting stuff about C-19, again, shadow banned, can't go live. I'm not going hard for, for the whole Ukrainian situation like that. I'm sorry. I'm just not. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm sitting back, doing my research, keeping up with everything. You know, I feel bad for the citizens because, again, it's the citizens who, who suffer from all these elite people playing puppet master. It's the people just trying to go to school, live day to day, take care of their families that are being forced to fight for some shit that really has nothing to do with them in the grand scheme of things. And it's all of us that are also going to suffer effects from this. Like I said last stream, do the the rise of like, you know, gas and heating and things like that. So the whole situation is a shame. And I think that more mainstream outlets, it shouldn't just be we on calling them out. Where's the CNNs? Where's the Fox Newses? It should be more people calling out this stuff that are mainstream media. So y'all are going through all this crisis stuff and missiles and things getting blown up. But we still going to be racist. We, we always have room for that. So now it makes me feel like maybe the rumors are not really rumors when they're saying that they're skinheads that are part of the, the government there in the Ukraine. I'm just saying. Um, let me see here. All About Me says, Centen says, they still have time for racism and a crisis this war has nothing to do with black people. Ridiculous. Thank you so much for the super chat, love. Um, Serena says, T, you look gorgeous as always. Thank you so much. Sav says, love you, T, looking beautiful as always. I've been watching since 2010, sending love. Thank you so much, Savs. Thanks for coming through today. Um, Static Shock Nini says, hey, T, I'm a black female vet, and I promise I won't go help fight this war if they try to call me back. Mm. I don't blame you, sis. And thank you so much for your service to this country. Um, you know, we appreciate our vets here on this channel. So thank you for your service. And, you know, just take care and hopefully they won't call you back because I don't think you should have to fight if they're treating other black people like that. Um, Mad Hatter 35 says, we're not fodder for countries to use at their exposal. Amen. And Yuki Eric sent 999. Thank you so much. So, you guys, that was it. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Um, Young Thug, sorry, before I forget. Young Thug found out about what was going on, and this is what he had to say. And I thought I thought it was cool. I thought it was pretty commendable, you know, that he was even up on this and he was willing to help. So this is what Young Thug had to say about the situation with Black people in the Ukraine. So Young Thug says, if some of my rap brothers are in, I'm willing to help Africans get out of Ukraine. However, I can sense they are not letting us pass. Then he says, whoever holds the info for these, for these movements, please contact me ASAP, I'm ready. And then there's like more video here of um, black people. I don't want to play too much, but um, yeah, it's it's a lot. It's a lot that's going on. So I thought that was dope that, you know, as big as his platform is, that um, Young Thug spoke on this. And he said that he's willing to help because there's still people there that are stuck in the Ukraine who are trying to find ways out. And as we see, Russia's not letting down anytime soon. I don't know how long this is going to go on. Um, but I just think it's just, it's really unfortunate. I think anybody who made it to that border should have been allowed to pass, you know, and it's, it's sad because again, the same thing happened with C-19. Like they were literally going into these African men and women's apartments in China and throwing their stuff out on the street and not running to them. And, you know, they were having to be homeless on the streets for illness that they didn't even cause. You know, so it's like we're always seen as the world's punching bag, unfortunately. And I just think the whole situation is sad. There, there's no there's no excuse for this at all. No excuse. So I want to dead that. I want to dead the rumors of, oh, it was just men being turned away. Black women were allowed on the train. No, they weren't. They were turning away anybody black. And they were also turning away uh, Indians, especially the dark skinned Indians. Now, if you're, you know, a white passing Indian, maybe you got on that train. But if you're, you know, what they call a darkie Indian, you didn't, you know, and that's that's messed up. That's messed up. And it's also very interesting how so many countries are willing to take on the Ukrainian immigrants. Oh, send them here and we'll take them on and they can come here. And that's to each country's business, you know, whatever. But I noticed that same energy doesn't always apply when it's, you know, countries that are filled with brown people. I'm just saying. Let's see here. Uh, Rona, Rona Red 55 sent $20 in Canadian money. Says Russia would know because there's a Nazi in Russia too, LOL. Yeah, definitely. I laughed when he caught them a bunch of drug addicts. I was like, that's rich coming from the country that, in, that invented the crocodile drug. You know what I'm saying? And coming from a country where a lot of people like vodka. Yeah, he got jokes. He definitely has jokes. Um, Robert Steen says, hey, T, I'm one of your moderators, and I would love to be a part of the Discord, please. Thank you so much. Um, we'll have openings coming up soon, so just be on the lookout for when I announce that it is open. Um, also, somebody was mentioning in the last chat when I was going through reading it 
that they see me, I guess they were watching an old episode of the Soul Man Show and they kept writing, T, is that you on the Soul Man Show? Yes, that's me. I was one of the protesters. Like, hell no, we won't go. Yeah, that was me on the Soul Man Show. So the person kept writing that over and over. So just to answer your question. So you guys, on that note, I've been on here for an hour and 42 minutes. This has been a wonderful stream. I hope you guys learned a lot from the stream. I hope you guys had a good time. Um, you know, oh yeah, last but not least, Kanye and Kim. Uh, Kim Ye is no more. So Kanye and Kim Kardashian are officially divorced. Um, she's officially single, but they're still working out all the money stuff. So had to end with that. So on that note, you guys, once again, thanks for coming through. Thank you guys for the super chats. Thank y'all for just all the comments. And you know, thank you. How many people we have in here today? We have over 9,000 people. So thank you all once again. And I will talk to you guys later.